Hello, and welcome to this episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Ann Helbig the First. Tonight, today, this afternoon, whenever you're listening or watching this, we have a very exciting episode for you. Amanda Stanton is here. You might know her from The Bachelor, from Bachelor in Paradise. She's got a new book out. She's a single mom. She's got a clothing line. She's ruling the world right now. And she also has the most calming energy. And I feel like I was very aggressively asking her too many questions this episode. Either way, I think we had a great time. Enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Amanda Stanton. Not, not too deep. Turn your great idea into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Whether you are showcasing your work or selling products of any kind, they have beautiful templates and the ability to customize just about anything so you can easily make a beautiful website by yourself. If you get stuck, you can go to Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. They're there to help. Head to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Amanda, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. This is very exciting. Um, I have to ask you the first question. Yeah. Are you going to stage coach next year? Okay. It's so funny because <laughs> I love stagecoach and I've gone for years like even before I was on the show I would go to stagecoach and then all this happened and so I was talking about it with some of my friends we go every year we're like we can't go next year (laughs) (laughs) well I feel you guys all have to absolutely go next year like people are going to be upset if you guys don't show up next year yeah I think we're going to plan like a Cabo trip or something instead I mean make Cabo the next stagecoach just move it further (laughs) south Um, Okay, for people that don't know who you are and what you do, I ask this question to a lot of guests. uh, What's your deal? So I (laughs) was on The Bachelor about three and a half years ago. I'm a single mom. Um, I was on Ben's season, season 20, for Mm -hmm. those of you that didn't watch it. Um, And then I went on to do Bachelor in Paradise. I did season three. And then I went back and did season four. So I've done three seasons of Bachelor shows. Wow. Yeah. Okay. A lot. (laughs) How, what was your first auditioning process for the show? Like, how does that work? I'm a, like, recently into Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, the whole franchise. I miss Ben's season. So I think I started right after that. But what's that whole, like, vetting process? It's crazy. So, I mean, I think everyone kind of gets casted in different ways. They Mm -hmm. have open casting calls that you can go to. People, yeah, people will send in videos of themselves trying to get casted. Um, For me, my mom actually nominated me. Your mom did? And I had no idea until I started having calls from the show. And I was like, is this a joke? Um, (laughs) You're like, is this, um, I think this is sweet, but I don't know. (laughs) I was like, are my friends playing? I I thought it was a prank phone call, honestly. I was like, who did this? Um, But then I ended up just coming up since I'm local. I live in Orange County. Their office is in LA. So I drove up and did a couple of interviews with them. And then once they get down to like 100 people, you go to this crazy casting weekend where you have to go through all this testing. They test wow. you for STDs. Uh, you go through- For like, real? Oh yeah. You go through like all this psychology testing. <sighs> you answer like 5,000 questions about yourself. Wow. It's intense. Yeah. So you basically have a giant like group retreat therapy session. Basically. Yeah. Uh, but you don't get to see any of the results. They can No. <laughs> and you don't get to see anyone else that's there. You're like locked away in a hotel room. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty intense. So that's the craziest thing to me. Like, I'm obsessed with my phone. I'm obsessed with social media. And I think the thing that uh, is always so fascinating on those shows is the reminder that you guys are completely 
oblivious to yeah. everything that's happening in the world. Everything. We don't have our phones. We don't have TV. Sometimes they'll let you bring a book, but you have to like <laughs> show them and they have to say it's okay. This is like some weird yeah. summer camp. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like it's you're rules. isolated. But it's weird because at first you're like, this is going to be so hard without my phone. Right. But you get so used to it. And then you have this moment and everyone says it when you're on the show. You're like without your phone for X amount of time. And everyone's like, this makes me realize like when I get home, I don't need to be on my phone as much. I was going to say, did that condition you at all when you got home? No. (laughs) (laughs) I said it. I was like, oh, I'm going to put my phone away more. Like I can go all this time without it. Like why am I on it so much? As soon as I got home, I was like back on my phone too much. But missed it. Yeah. But it's like, I know that you you can live without it. So. But so you're sequestered basically in this situation you have no phone you have no like access to the outside world at Mm -hmm. all so you're literally learning how to talk to humans like all day long just like Mm -hmm. what do you do for like what how much downtime do you have and like what are you doing with that downtime we have a lot of downtime I'm sure and so yeah you don't have your phone and like sometimes they'll let you take a nap (laughs) <laughs> but for the most part, like they want you up. Uh huh. So it's like, what do you do when you're waking up at six in the morning and you know you don't have TV, you don't have anything? So we would make up like the weirdest games, <laughs> like the weirdest stuff. Like what Just kind to, of games? We played this game called the vegetable game. Have you ever played it? Uh, nope. <laughs> okay, so you sit around in a circle, and everyone's a different vegetable, okay. and you have to, you, but you can't use your lips, so you have to talk like this. Okay. And then, like, everyone has to, like, go around and, like, say everybody's vegetable name. It sounds crazy, but, like, <laughs> we would play it for hours. It was, like... like yeah. To me, as a, if I were a producer of the show, I'd be like, roll the camera. This is the best footage. Well, they did, but uh, like, you know, they never aired it because it wasn't, there was no drama. It's not juicy it like, enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're getting along. We can't air yeah. this right now. Yeah. It was funny though. We did some weird stuff. But so that's so bonkers. So now you're part of Bachelor Nation, mm-hmm. this in, like this insane community for better or worse. Yeah. What's that like? Like, it seems so nuts to be, like, thrust into this world where a lot of people are very invested in your story. Yeah. So I feel like it's something you kind of know before you go on the show, but I Mm -hmm. feel like you don't really know what it's going to be like until after. You can't really prepare yourself for it. Sure. I'm sure you can fundamentally understand that this is going to happen, but, like, how can you possibly prepare? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it it was like a big lifestyle change for me, but it's also cool because you go on the show and you meet so many new people and they're really the only people that went through that experience with Mm -hmm. you. So you become super close with them. It's like, you're almost like sisters more than friends. It's kind of crazy. It feels like sorority fraternity-esque kind of thing. Yeah. And you know how you can have a friend that you won't see for like five years and then you see them and it's like nothing ever happened, you know? And that's kind of how it is when I see like anyone from the show that I was on a season with. It's like... We're just automatically friends for life. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I exist in the YouTube world and it's the same thing when mm-hmm. I see other content creators yeah. that I maybe have maybe never met before, but I feel like I know them and it's just that familiar like totally. seeing someone. Yeah, you just have like a weird bond with them because they get you. Do you, because you guys are so transparent, because you put everything out there, do you have fan encounters or people come up to you on the street that know every I mean your publicist literally nodding her head yes (laughs) like people that truly feel like they're so invested in your your world and your journey yeah but I feel like it's kind of 
it, like it never was weird to me, I guess. Yeah. Like having someone come up and be like, how are kids in char? Like, how's the new house? Or I, like anything. Yeah, I feel like people know a lot, but it's almost nice. It's like easy to have conversation with people. I'm like, mm. oh, you already know everything. I don't have to explain <laughs> yeah, it. I don't have to say anything. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think it's cute. It's nice. And so also, I think it's very uh, rare to be, you know, a, a mom on the show. Yeah. How old are your daughters? They're seven and five now. Okay. But I was on the show a while ago, so they were baby. I mean, Charlie was like a baby when I was on the show. So do they understand at all, like, what's happening now? So I feel like for them, it's like kind of all they know because, oh, yeah. you know, Charlie was so young, so she just kind of grew up knowing that, you know, people might recognize her or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That this is normal behavior, yeah. that sometimes people come up to my mom and they know her. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because— they go to their dad's house every other weekend, and, like, sometimes people will recognize them when I'm not around. Oh, really? Yeah, which is funny. And they're always like, oh, mom, someone at the gym came up to us. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, please be it's, safe. But yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I feel like they're used to it. They kind of get it. Um, Kins definitely gets it more than Charlie. Yeah. Kins tries to watch the show. I don't let her. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. do you have parameters? Yeah, I won't let them watch it. Really? No. Ever? Maybe, I mean, someday, yeah. but like, not now. <laughs> yeah. She's like, ew, everyone's kissing. So, and it's so very no. close-up kissing. Yeah. Uh, so what, okay, so now you have this book out that mm-hmm. is half a lifestyle guide, yeah. uh, half like a memoir situation. Mm-hmm. What was that process like? Because you spill your guts on TV all the time. And then writing this book, I'm sure it's like a different form of spilling your guts. Yeah, it was kind of like therapeutic writing it, but I started it, I would say over two years ago or about two years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's been a really long process, um, but it was such a long process that it got to the point where I like almost forgot that like this is actually going to be out and available for like everybody else to read. It's probably more intimate of an experience to have someone yeah. buy the book than to see you on television. It is. Yeah. And I talk a lot about like my life before the show and that's kind of what made me want to write a book in the first place mm-hmm. was that... After I was on the show, I had so many single moms reaching out to me, asking me for advice or just telling me that, you know, they could relate to me. And it kind of made me want to write a book mainly to help with single moms out there. But then I had also learned so much from the show. I was like, well, I think I have something that, you know, every girl can relate to. Yeah. So that's kind of where I went with it. But So what's the major piece of advice, like life advice that you focus on in the book, if there's one? I would say it's just kind of about you know, making mistakes and figuring yourself out and being confident being alone at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. Because there's a lot in, I can't, like, I, I try to imagine what it would be like to be in a situation like that, to be in a show like that, to be in, uh, to be on display in that way and to be vulnerable and raw in front of like the world. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure it makes you build up walls and boundaries in different ways. Uh and I'm sure you learn so much about yourself through this insane process. Totally. The uh, is there a camaraderie in everyone else that's on the show in terms of like uh, I can't believe we've all gone through this experience together. Like that you have been so raw and vulnerable on TV in such a way. Yeah. So it's funny because you like when you watch the show, you're like these people are so like emotional. <laughs> But in reality, like, I think it's because, like we talked about earlier, like, we don't have our phones. We're right. We don't have, like, any of our friends and family from home, no TVs, nothing. So it's like, all of your support systems are gone. Yeah. And you're just really wrapped up in everything that's going on. Plus, you know, 
we're kind of sleep deprived. Oh, yeah. And we're drinking a lot. And so there's a lot of things that go into it. But yeah, like it just makes you really open up and talk about your emotions and like dig deep into things that have happened to you and stuff that you wouldn't normally talk about. And I feel like you kind of sticks with you after the show too. Like, I feel like I'm a lot better about talking about how I feel. I was going to ask the way that you communicate like emotions and the way that you talk, because obviously (laughs) we all know like producers feed you lines and you guys use the word journey all the time. And and amazing. And amazing. (laughs) And I can see myself getting there. I can't see myself getting there. Do you find yourself having those sort of, that sort of rhetoric with like everyday life? No. Okay. Okay. So you can't. That's good. Not quite. (laughs) But I will say it's like it's helped, you know, like we you talk about your feelings more. And I've like, you know, a lot of people that are on the show will say that too. They're like, oh, I'm so much more comfortable talking about my feelings. Hmm. But it's not as intense as when you're on the show. No one's grilling you constantly to be like, and how did you feel about this? And what about this exact moment? And what about this moment? And what about this thing? Totally. Yeah. There, uh, has there been a biggest regret? Gosh, I, I like, I always answer this question and it's like so cheesy and I'm like, well, I can't regret anything Sure, because I'm happy with where I'm at now. But I mean, I definitely think I, you know, made some mistakes. I mean, that's par for the course. Yeah. That's being a human being. Totally. The, would you go to another season? I would not. No, you're no, out. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I say I'm retired. What so you're you were on two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. What brought you back for the second season? So I think kind of what we just talked about. I think there was a lot of things my first time around where I kind of knew maybe I wasn't making all the right choices. Sure. But I did it anyways because I was hoping for the best, and then it didn't work out. And I was like, oh shoot! Like I wasted my time like doing something I knew wasn't right. So I'm going to go back and give it another shot. Yeah. And, uh, didn't really work out for me that time either. But also, you know, I had like certain memories where I was like, I'm going to go create new ones. I mean, I'm glad I did it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you feel like, yeah, you don't want that to be all for naught. So exactly. I'll go back and see what happens again. Yeah. It's like every time I go into a casino, I go back and I say, yes. I'm going to bet and put all this money down again and see what happens. That's so funny. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly what it was like for me. So what do you do outside? I mean, this also must be so bizarre to be part of this community and so what do you do outside of Bachelor in Paradise like, or outside of just Bachelor Nation in general? Like, how do you separate from that? So I feel like I've kind of separated myself from it in a sense um, just because I have kids. We, like, have a pretty You're normal life. like, I have life. a life. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, like, my life's changed a lot, but it's also stayed the same in a lot of ways, too. And yeah. we live, like, a pretty normal life. I, you know, they go to school. I'm class mom for Kinsley's class and that's great yeah I'm a dance mom you're a dance mom yeah are you into dance moms the actual television show I never watched it but my kids are obsessed really obsessed <laughs> they watch it on YouTube and like that's their dream is to be is one to of the girls on, on yeah <laughs> they want to be in Abby Lee Miller's pyramid they do and it's funny because Kins is super sensitive like she has one teacher that's like barely strict uh-huh. and Kins will like cry and she's like I'm never going back but she wants to be on that team I'm like I'm pretty sure that teacher is like gonna make you cry every day yeah that's her MO yeah. is to make people cry yeah. I was like I don't know if you're ready for that yet but it's like yeah it's her dream that's wow. her life goal so okay so they have like full personalities your daughters oh, yeah. then yeah uh and do so they're in dance do they want to be in entertainment in that world not really. So okay. Ken's definitely has a personality for it. She wants to do acting classes and all that Ooh. kind of stuff. But we have very, like, is my it- personality is very different than theirs. Okay. So it's funny. Ken's is like a huge personality. 
Or Charlie, I'd say, is a little bit more like me. Okay. She's, like, quieter. More laid back. Yeah, yeah. totally. Do you want them to be taking acting classes and doing and pursuing that world? Uh, so, I mean, I don't necessarily want them to be, like, in the entertainment <laughs> industry. You're like, I've but, seen it firsthand. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, I mean, if Kins wants to do, like, acting class, she wants to do drama and stuff like that. So oh, cool. I, yeah. I'm like, if that's what you want to do, then go for it. Supportive mom. Yeah. There also must be, and I can't imagine, I don't have children. I have a dog. Um, <laughs> Same thing, kind of. Very ish. close. Uh, she's very dramatic. Yeah. Uh, the, you must get so much feedback online, good and bad, about being a mom in yes. this world. I can't imagine what yeah. that feels like constantly. Yeah. I'm sure people are like, you're wagging fingers, like, this is the wrong thing to do. I can't believe this. Yeah. It's like every little thing, like, no matter what I do, it's like someone criticizing like it. But I kind of realized that's just how social media is in general. I mean, I think it's worse when you're a mom, yeah. for sure. But it's like really with anything. Yeah. You know? So how do your how do your girls feel about this book tour? About you like opening up in this book and being so yeah. like raw? So they don't really know. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. They're like a little too young. I mean, they know because I was traveling last week for it. So they're like, oh, you know. They're like, mom's, mom's doing work. Yeah. They know I wrote a book, but they like, it's funny. They haven't even asked like, oh, can I read it? Like nothing. And I wouldn't <laughs> let them read it, but they haven't even asked. So I feel like in this era that they're like, if it's not available on my phone immediately, yeah. I don't know how to handle exactly. that. Exactly. It's like, is there a YouTube version? Of yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I watch this on my phone? Yeah. Uh, do you, is it available on audiobook? It's about to be. Okay. Uh, I don't know the exact date that it's coming out, but I just recorded it. So yeah, you recorded it. So what was that process yeah. like? Cause reading back everything must be so much more intense than okay. just sitting and writing it down. Yeah. And also I had never read my book start to finish. Oh yeah. So you're I reading it for the first time. Reading going, it for the what? first time. <laughs> yeah. So it was a lot and it was a lot of talking by the end of the day. I was like, no one talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Um, I got it done in just a couple of days. So it should be coming out hopefully in like the next month. Yeah. Okay. I think by I the time this podcast goes up, I think it should be out by then. We're going to yes. assume that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we, I hope so. <laughs> we run on assumptions here constantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, I have more questions for you. And then we have Perfect. a bunch of Twitter questions. So Shoot. we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Another support from Squarespace. This episode, turn your dreams into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. I'm talking, you want to start a new business? Do you want to showcase your work? Do you want to publish content? Do you want to sell products or more? They are the tool for you. They have beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks so you can easily make a beautiful website all by yourself. They also have a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. And they have analytics that help you grow your site in real time. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. There's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is simple and you'll get the help you need with their 24-7 award-winning customer support. Squarespace empowers millions of people, from designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms, to turn their great ideas into something real. So go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. 
when you're ready to launch, use the offer code GRACE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash grace, offer code GRACE. Not, not too deep. As the creators of clean beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better not just better looking, and that's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients. Guess what? They're all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. So upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match and get 20% off when you use the promo code NOTTOODEEP. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Okay, we are back. Uh, so you're on book tour currently. Yeah. How is that going so far? It's good. Okay. It's been a, a lot, like really long days, but right. it's fun. And yeah, it's been good. Is the response from the audience different than people just coming up because of the show? Uh, yeah, because I mean, most of the time it's like they read, well, Actually, it's funny because some of my my book just came out. So there's right. a lot of people that I'll meet that like have my book but haven't read it yet. Right, right, right. Um, but those who have read it, it's nice because it's like, oh, I didn't know that you did this or they can relate in certain ways. So I guess it's a little different than people just coming up to me because they saw me on the show. Yeah. The Okay. Also, uh, you gave an exclusive excerpt on uh, Nick Vial's podcast, <laughs> which I'm very bummed that we didn't get the exclusive excerpt, but oh. uh, all good. Um, do, so you guys all know each other through the show, like yeah. you said. So like when you see each other at events, it's like meeting a familiar friend. Yeah. Uh, when is your podcast coming out? <laughs> I, I don't have a podcast coming out, but I love being guests on podcast. I could do it every week. It's the most fun. It's so fun, but I don't think I could do my own. Okay. So what outside of Bachelor and all of that world, what do you watch? Oh gosh. I don't really watch TV. Really? No. And what I, do you do? I'm like the worst. I don't really watch The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because I don't. What do I watch? I mean, I watch Netflix sometimes. Sure. I'll find like a good documentary. I'm a big like true crime person. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm listening to a podcast about the Zodiac Killer, and it's oh. keeping me up at night like crazy. What podcast is it? It's a, a monster. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard there's a bunch of good like crime podcasts mm-hmm. that I need to listen to. Big time. But I love Dateline. Like every Friday, <laughs> Dateline is my favorite thing ever. It has been for years. Yeah, it's terrifying, but it's, also addictive. Yeah, it's like I saw a meme about it the other day. I was like, isn't it sad that you can like watch six hours of like crime documentaries and then just go to sleep? <laughs> but that's just me every weekend. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, all right, good night. Oh my gosh. But those are my favorite is the tri- uh, crime stuff. And then I don't know, just movies. Just movies. <laughs> I wish I was a TV person. I try. What do you do outside of being a mom? Like for how do you relax? How do you like, what's your day like? So I've been traveling a lot this summer. Right. So mainly just travel. And then now that I'm home, I'm trying not to travel as much because I'm just happy to be home. Um, We're like house hunting right now. So hopefully we'll be moving soon. Cool. Um, But I also have a clothing line. Yes. So so I work on that a lot too. Okay. Talk about that world. As that was, was that before The Bachelor or was that like after? after? Okay. Yeah. So it just launched in March. It's called Lonnie the Label. Okay. How did that come into fruition? So ever since I had kids, like when they were young babies, I like loved dressing us up and like matching. Oh, you guys, your Instagram is god dang adorable. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You curate a very beautiful family. <laughs> oh, thanks. But yeah, I loved it. And so I was like, it'd be so fun to have my own line. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
you know, I just started it back in March or just launched back in March, but it's something that I've been working on for a couple of years. You too. talk about this so casually as if this is like, <laughs> yeah, I just decided and I did it. Wait, so how, so you wanted to create a clothing line and then you started reaching out to people and just kind of it all came together? Yeah. So we actually had a company that we partner with that reached out to me okay. um, a while ago and we had you know, gone back and forth with working with a couple different companies. And then we finally chose one that was just the best fit. They're in LA. Okay. So they helped me with uh, the designs and the manufacturing, the customer service. They do all like my photo shoots and stuff like that. So we just work together. So it's really That's... fun and makes it a little easier to have some help. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. How do you find the inspiration for your designs? Mostly just through, I mean, through everything. My kids are like actually a huge part of the design process because oh, really? they're super picky with their clothes. <laughs> so I have them help me because I want them to like wearing the stuff that I make. Yeah. So they'll help me um, or just places I travel, things that I wear that make, that I feel good in. It's kind of where I was going with it. So. No, that's very, I mean, yeah. it's. That's kind of the best part of creating that sort of business is that you selfishly do it for yourself. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I want I want to be able to wear these pieces all the time. If it's not something that I want to wear, I don't want to come out with it. Yeah. So I pretty much live in everything that I make. So this launched in March. How has it been launching something like that? Because I feel like that world is super saturated. It is. It seems yeah. intimidating to even begin to do. It is. So I started doing kids clothes too. So I feel like that kind of sets it apart a little because before... I was always looking for cute matching stuff for me and the girls, and it was hard to find something that was cute for them, but that I also would wear. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, where, who does anything like that? Yeah. So everything's super cute for adults, and then I make kid versions that are also really cute for kids. That's so cute. That's been good. Yeah. That's very, it's also a very like specific market that I feel is maybe underserved, but I have no yeah. idea because I don't exist in that it market. Is, it's really hard to find like cute kids' clothes, like mommy and me, I guess, style. Yeah. It's hard. So. Also, it feels like they're in the prime age where they're still going to let you do that. And then they're going to get into that age where they're like, I'm not dressing like you. Yeah. <laughs> and they still love it right now. Like, Kins gets so excited to match with me and she's seven. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's very so sweet. Cute. Yeah. But she does make me put makeup on to drop her off at school. So she's like starting to get embarrassed of me. Wait, she makes you put makeup on to drop yeah. her off at school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really sad. Wait, yeah. wait, she wants you to look your best when you're dropping her off at school. Yeah, so like if I go to drop her off at school in like sweatpants and no makeup, she'll be like, and she'll, she says it so nicely too. She like doesn't hurt my feelings, but she'll be like, she'll come up to me and like hug me and be like, mom, are you going to put a little makeup on before you drop me off? And I'm like, do you want me to? She's like, yeah. <laughs> something that's so, yeah. it's like so sweetly hurtful. It is. I was like, that's so sad. Yeah. But so she's like starting to get a little embarrassed of me, but still likes to match with me and yeah, yeah, still yeah. loves me. Yeah. Maybe it's a, uh, it's a backhanded compliment that she yeah. thinks you're, you have so much potential yeah. that you could be looking your best. It's so funny. Or like I'll wear sweatpants. She's like, you're wearing those again. I'm like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> She sounds like your manager. She is. She's so sassy. That's very fun. Um, You guys all work with Revolve. Yeah. This is what I've noticed. Everyone in Bachelor Nation seems to work with Revolve. How does this happen? Um, It's funny because they actually reached out to me not that long after I was on Ben's season. And I Uh remember like the first email that I got from Revolve. I was like, this is so cool. I've made it. (laughs) I was so happy. This Um, is my benchmark. Yeah. yeah, I was like so stoked. Um, But yeah, they do a lot of like influencer trips and Coachella and it's, they're a fun company to work with. But I think, yeah, like 
I think they work with a lot of influencers, a lot of them which come off The Bachelor, it seems like. So yeah, no, I mean, that's, I feel like Coachella and Stagecoach are sponsored by Revolve because it's so nuts. What are those trips like for you guys? It's fun. I would say like it's a mix between fun and also taking a lot of photos. Right. (laughs) I'm like, your camera roll must have a million like bloopers on there. Yeah. So it can be like a little stressful sometimes because you're like, okay, I want to have fun and enjoy this, but I also have to make sure I get like X amount of photos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it can be a little stressful at times, but they're super fun. I just went to Canada with them uh, a couple weeks ago and it was amazing. So they do really fun trips and yeah. I mean, yeah, they're creating a whole culture around their brand. That's super cool. Um, How do you curate your Instagram photos? So... Do you take, do you hire a photographer? I'm, this is me just selfishly wanting tips on how to do it. Okay. So I have like, I have a lot of friends that are, I I really hate using the word influencer, but you know. Oh, same, but it's okay. You're in a safe space. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I don't know. I think I used to be a lot pickier with what I posted. I was like, everything has to have the same like vibe and the same colors and all this. I kind of like gave up on that. I take all my photos on my iPhone. I kind of just post whatever I want. That, to me, seems like the best way to do it, Yeah. even though I still look at everyone's feeds and I'm like, this looks beautifully curated. Yeah. So I used to, like, try and strive for that, but it was just too hard. I'd have, like, the cutest photo, but it didn't match with the rest of my photos, and I was like, I can't post this now. Like Instagram themes, yes. And I just couldn't keep up. It was too much, so I gave up. (laughs) (laughs) You freed yourself. I did. (laughs) How do you filter your photos? So I use Lightroom. Do you yes, have Lightroom? I do. Yeah. So I usually, I have a set of presets. Okay. And so I'll use those. They work with most photos, but if it doesn't work, then I'll just have to like manually manage. And, and I'm still working on the, like my. That's, I don't know yeah. how to do any of it. I downloaded a couple presets and they look crazy in every <laughs> yeah. photo. So I'm like, I don't know how to help this. Your skin's like orange. You're <laughs> Literally. Like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It takes some practice. I'm still not that great at it. I have to go back. I need to download more presets. That's where I'm <laughs> going to spend my money. I'll send you my presets. Please do. No, actually, the ones that I have, my they're called the summertime presets. They're actually the best ones that I've used. And I I'm have a couple different down. sets. <laughs> and I like my other sets are good, but like, you know, they work with certain kinds of photos. My summertime ones, everyone like everyone loves them and they're really good. It feels like because you guys all in the whole, like, I go into the deep dive after episodes of The Bachelor, and I, like, check in on everyone and see what everyone's up to. Yeah. Um, see if everyone's still friends in real life, who's pregnant, who's dating, who's what. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like you guys all create these, like, very beautifully um, quafted photos that I'm like, they, they must all talk, and they must <laughs> all know and figure this out together. No. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, we accidentally are beautiful and know how to do this. <laughs> it's the presets. I got to get it. I got to <laughs> get it. Okay, so you grew up in Orange County. Yes. Okay, I'm obsessed with Real Housewives of OC, obviously. Yeah. Do you know any of them personally? I don't. And remember, I don't watch TV, but I wish I did because I've seen so many of them out. Out and, and about like, my in the real will, world? Yeah. <sighs> so my friends will say like, oh, that's so-and-so from Real Housewives. Or like I've met a couple of them. But I don't, I can't like put a personality because sure, I don't sure. watch the show. But um, I've met, I think I've met pretty much, I would say almost all of them. Wow. Yeah. They okay. all, they hang out like. That'd be cool. Be cool. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the regular spots that they hang out in if you ever want to go what? check. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go stalk them out. For yeah. A there's this hotel in Newport. It's called Lido House and there's this rooftop up there and 
There's usually always at least one housewife there. Oh, on the my weekends. God. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait. Can't wait to be the creep that's at the Lido Bar. <laughs> Stopping, waiting for a housewife to walk in. What's it like growing up in Orange County? So I was born and raised there. Right. And so, so it's there's... all I know. And yeah, I mean, I think it's a great place to like to raise a family. It's quiet. Uh-huh. It's like a, a lot less, a lot more boring than LA. Okay. But I feel like it's, that's kind of what it is. Like a less populated version of LA. <laughs> <laughs> but also, so like we have Laguna Beach, we have the hills, yeah. we have all this. I'm from New Jersey. So watching these shows, it paints a very specific picture of this yeah. area. Do you think that's accurate? Not really. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, a little bit, but I feel like that's not, that's not everything. Like if you're watching like the OC, mm-hmm. I would say it's a lot different than that. Okay. Yeah. I still, I mean, it's still m- way more beautiful. If they made a, I mean, we have Jersey Shore, so that's yeah, actually, actually pretty accurate. I used to watch Jersey Shore and I loved it. And if you asked me that question, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, it's, that's, yeah. Is that, it? Is it what it's like? Ish. I mean, but everyone's uh, affectation, like their accents are all like very Long Island yeah. and very Staten Island. Um, what part of New Jersey are you from? South Jersey. Like okay. uh, actually closer to Philadelphia. So Got much it. more of uh, like a Eagles, Philadelphia whole situation going on. Yeah. I was in New Jersey like a week ago, but in Ridgewood. Yeah. And it's so nice. Ridgewood is beautiful. It's like yeah. right where I went to college. And oh, okay. it's, um, it is too pretty to represent the rest of the state. <laughs> okay. I was like, this isn't what I expected of no, New exactly. Jersey. Yeah. It's, it's like, very quaint. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm in like North Carolina or something. Yeah. Like the houses and everything. But oh yeah. Those old school homes. Yeah, yeah. It's not all like that in New Jersey. Not at all. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you got a very go special tiny little sneak peek of yeah. something that's really nice. That's so funny. What's your, okay. So social media has become like something that is part of your business, part of your world now. Yeah. What's your go-to social media when you pick up your phone? Because you seem like you have a very balanced relationship with like a real life life and yeah. then also being online. Yeah. I would say Instagram for sure. Okay. I mean, I used to use Twitter a lot more. I don't use it as much now. Not on TikTok yet, but my kids are. Do you uh, have TikTok? I do not. Uh, we just had a TikTok sensation record an episode before this. Really? I do. I still don't understand it. I don't. What it, I'm like, I need to listen to that episode. Because it's, I don't know. I I learned nothing, but I heard a lot. <laughs> so it's like, it's like Vine, right? Uh, I think so. It, I, Instagram I, and Vine combined? I, it, maybe. That's yeah. probably the best way. That's how I would describe it, but I yeah. have absolutely no idea. Yeah, I don't really understand it. Who is your go-to follow on Instagram? Like, who are you checking in on regularly? Um... Who do I check in on? Because, like, I look at Beyonce. I see what she's up to. I would say I also Britney Spears. I'm very nervous for her. (laughs) Oh, Amanda Bynes just got an Instagram. I saw that this morning. What? Okay. (laughs) We all just jumped on our phone. The steam coming off of all of our fingers from running to our phones to check that out. She just got one uh, today or yesterday. But um, I would say, I don't know. I follow, like, Emrata. I don't know who that is. I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. Emily Radajowski. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I follow her, which is kind of depressing sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> I love checking on her page. And then, um, I don't know, I, I'm like kind of old school, but I kind of just look at my friends. That's No, that's the nice, he- you have such yeah. a healthy relationship with social media. <laughs> that is bonkers. Um, okay, what's coming up in the future? What are the projects that you want to be working on? So mostly just my clothing line. Okay. It's kind of like my main focus right now. Um, we are coming out with our fall collection next week. 
Cool. So just working a lot on that. Yeah. How uh, how much in advance do you have to prep for a collection to come out? Pretty far. So right now we already have our fall collection, our holiday collection, and our spring collection done you, for 2020. Spring 20. Yeah. So you have to project trends that yeah. you think are going to happen in 2020. Yes. Which is the hardest part. That, so you basically so, are just like guessing and checking. Yeah. I'm like, I hope this is still cool in April. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Can I you, think it will be. It's, I, the spring line is actually my favorite and I'm super excited for it to come out. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you have any little tidbits of like what we can expect for trends in 2020? So I'm really into the puffy sleeves, which I feel like are okay. in right now. But I also don't think they're going to go out of style for a while because okay. I well. Not at least for me, because I love them. So <laughs> like, I have, I'm going to sell them, and <laughs> yeah. I hope that they don't go out of style. <laughs> I'm still going to be wearing them. So um, so I, a lot of stuff has, you know, the puffy sleeve. I have a lot of sets. Um, I have a lot of really cute sweaters coming out for fall, which I'm excited about, because I love just throwing on, like, a cozy sweater. And it's our first yeah. time doing knits, so I'm excited for that, too. Ooh. Yeah. So, Very cool. And yeah. this is all international, right? Or is it just it is. in the it, U.S.? It's international. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's been really fun. That's super cool. I can't imagine. I To think about like what could be popular in six months from now, I'm just like, I'm going to still be wearing sweatpants <laughs> and hoping for the best. Um, so you're working on the clothing line. Yeah. Is there another book in the works? There's not. No. Okay. No. It's a one and done. But it's so cool to be like, I have a book out there. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm so proud, but I don't think, yeah, not planning on writing another book. Have you seen it while traveling? Have you seen it like in airports? Have you seen it like in bookstores? Like not, the t- yeah, not in the airport, but we did see it like at a couple of bookstores, especially the ones we were like signing in and stuff or like oh, even just cool. walking by. It was like in the window. So it's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's the thing your daughters like can't deny that you uh, yeah. did that. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> That's super sweet. Okay, we're going to take one last break. And when Perfect. we get back, we have a bunch of Twitter questions Yay. for you. So we'll be right back with more cool. Not Too Deep. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. They offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues like depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ plus matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Get the help at your own time at your own pace. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. And if for some reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. And best of all, it's an affordable option and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. Go to betterhelp.com GRACE. Fill out the questionnaire that helps them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor that you will love today. That's betterhelp.com GRACE. Not, not too deep. If you want to embellish your go-to outfits and staple pieces with a new pair of shoes without breaking the bank check out shoe dazzle every month shoe dazzle debuts a new selection of exclusive and brand name shoes handbags and more after taking a quick style quiz you'll get your own custom online showroom with items based on your own personal style what a god dang treat shop there or browse the site freely to find the perfect style for you shoe dazzle is for every woman whether your style is classy edgy feminine or glam check out uh, as a guest or become a vip and get 30 to 50 percent off regular prices plus free shipping on orders over 39 dollars. this site i 
guys, as someone that doesn't leave her house but wants to look like a person that potentially leaves her house, this has styled me in a way that you can't believe. Here's my personal experience with Shoe Dazzle. You go online, you take a quiz, which actually informs you so much more than you even knew about what your personal style preferences are. They create an actual, like, a closet wardrobe for you that makes you feel like a fancy pants VIP Beverly Hills real housewife. And then you order something for way less than what you think it should be priced as. They send it to you. It's great quality and you look great in it. I will say that this is an actual like, it's like the beginning of Clueless when she's like looking through her actual like uh, computer wardrobe and this actually turns that into an actual delivery service for you when you can't have that kind of technology at home. So highly recommend. Get your first Shoe Dazzle style for as low as $10 as a VIP at shoedazzle.com slash grace. That's 75% off your first item at shoedazzle.com slash grace. You'll also get free shipping on orders over $39, and there's no commitment when you purchase your first order. Make sure you enter your email address when you take the style quiz to get exclusive discounts and the inside scoop about new collections. Go to shoedazzle.com slash grace s. H-O-E-D-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com slash G-R-A-C-E. Terms and conditions apply. Amanda, before we get into these Twitter questions, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that is on the podcast. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Um, Cold spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I know. It's very, very... Tough question. It can be also, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be a joyous thing. It can be wonderful. It's just your intention of how you want to throw it. But I love that you're taking this question very seriously. I know. I'm like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, I don't know. It's very kind of you. We can come back to it. Okay, let's come back. Okay, we'll put a pin in that one. Even Tiffany is like, hmm. (laughs) I don't know. Everyone's taking this question to heart, uh, and I appreciate it. Um, Okay, the other question I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases or a mixture. So mine, for example, is college jogging front lawn. Okay. Mine would be... I love that you have one prepared. (laughs) This makes me happy. (laughs) Mine would be uh, road trip. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds... (laughs) (laughs) Ex-boyfriend. Gas station. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's been a lot of people's actual exact scenario. (laughs) You're not alone in that. Yeah. Uh, I love how that was an easier question for me than, than the spaghetti. I know the spaghetti one stumped you, but you shitting your pants at a gas station yeah. with an ex boyfriend, <laughs> immediate. Um, okay, someone, let's get into these Twitter questions. Uh, someone is asking, what's the best moment uh, that never made it to air? Um, I mean, I would say probably what I told you guys earlier, just like the games that we would play. Yeah. And I think that would have been really funny if it made it to air, but I also see why it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys keep in touch with the producers of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Not as much. I mean, when we're on the show, you know, we're with them every day and then we talk to them after and then it kind of slowly 
dies down a little, but I still keep in contact with all of them, like follow them on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, because those must be, yeah, you're in such sequestered areas Mm -hmm. that you guys become close friends at that point. Yeah. So yeah, I still talk to pretty much all of them occasionally. Did anyone ever try to coerce a producer into using their phone? Uh, yeah, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So I like, I I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but on Bachelor in Paradise, we had handlers, like aside mm. from the producers. And this poor handler, I would always be like, hey, can I borrow your phone and check my Instagram? <laughs> and she would let me. And then she got caught. And I think she got in big trouble. And I felt so bad. Like, oh, no. I, like really, really big trouble. So, But here's hoping good karma comes back around from <laughs> being sweet. Uh, so sad. But that's also a very funny thing. Yeah, you got to check the gram. Yeah. You got to see yeah. what's going on. Because what's the – I'm always curious about what the actual timeline is on when you guys are re- shooting Bachelor in Paradise and when it goes on TV. Like, are you guys still in, quote, paradise when it's starting on television? No. So we're home for over a month almost. Okay. Yeah, at- Maybe like a month and a half before oh, it starts airing. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're not, okay. So it's not like, oh, you are down there wondering how you guys are coming across on television. No. Oh gosh, that would be, that would make me anxious. Oh, but also, I mean, I have anxiety by proxy with you because I'm like the uh, existing and then hoping that they edit you in a way that's like. Yeah. You uh, have no idea. Yeah. Kind. Or like what they're going to show because you're on yeah. camera 24 seven. So like in between you getting off the show and before it airs, you're like rethinking every little thing every that you move did or you said. made. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God. Remember when I did this? Are they going to show that? But I would say they don't, they don't show obviously 90% of what happens. Right. So I know that's a, it's so curious to me when they show like GoPros and things like up in the corners of the bedrooms. Yeah. And then I'm like, the bathroom situation must be nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so there are no cameras in the bathrooms. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but so I, you have a little bit of privacy, but if you're in the bathroom for too long, they will Then they knocking. get curious and make sure that you're okay. Yeah, or they'll like stick a microphone. Um, <laughs> you just slowly oh, see a microphone coming. Well, actually you're you are like you're mic'd up all the time. So like even if you're going to the bathroom, like, you know, you're wondering like who's listening. So you wake up in the morning, they they mic you up immediately. Immediately, yeah. Wow. And so yeah. you're just like, uh, is it weird to wear a bathing suit now without a microphone? A mic pack on. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's funny because we're so used to having mics on, and I actually talk about it in my book that people would jump in the ocean or the pool with their microphones on all the time because we would just forget yeah. that they were on. So, so and when you come yeah. back, I'm sure that there's like a little phantom. Like, is this still yeah. on me right now? I, I had like a scab on my back from where the mic was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like scarred. Forever uh, have it there now. Oh, it's yeah, it's your badge of honor now yeah. for the show. <laughs> Um, okay, someone wants to know what's the greatest meal you've ever had. Um, I'm like such a foodie, so it's like everything's so good to me. But this is gonna come off so weird. But Chick Fil A, I think, is the best meal that really? I can ever think of. That's yeah. your favorite food. My favorite. <laughs> it's so lame. But I love it so much. No, I mean it's a very it's popular for a reason because yeah. it's delicious. Yeah. What's your like least favorite? Like least favorite fast food or just food in general? Food in general. I don't really have, I pretty much like all food. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. What's your least favorite? My least favorite. Ooh, um, I would probably, I don't know why it came to my mind, but condiments, like mustard. <laughs> I'm not a big mustard person. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I feel like mustard is too tangy. 
Yeah. I'm not really a ketchup <laughs> person either. Ke- no, not ketchup? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like a mayonnaise or a ranch person. Thank you. Yeah. I'm also a mayonnaise person. I and I know mayonnaise, mayonnaise is very polarizing to a lot of people. I feel like whenever I mention how much I love mayonnaise, people will be like, you're disgusting. Yeah, people are grossed out by it. I don't get it. It's so good. <laughs> I'm like, have you tried it recently? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. It's the worst. I'm, I dip my fries in it. Yeah. I agree. It's the Ugh, it's, it's fantastic. I had a friend that went to France and... Uh, he was saying on his honeymoon that like all week long, he was trying these French fries all week uh, and they had this like white dipping sauce and he finally got the courage to ask like a, a French what waiter, yeah. what is this? And the guy was like, mayonnaise. You've That's been so dipping funny. it in mayonnaise for a week. <laughs> yeah. My friend was hating me on it because I was eating fries dipped in mayonnaise like all last week when I was traveling. She's like, That's so gross. And I was like, try it. And yeah. she tried it and she's like, okay, it's actually pretty good. It's basically like a baked potato with sour cream. Yeah. If you want to put it in a different context. <laughs> Uh, okay, someone wants to know, would you rather have a super strength or super telekinesis? Uh, super telekinesis. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, someone wants to know, best and worst franchise kisser? Um, I, don't, I can't think of any one that was a bad, like really bad kisser. Is it strange to watch yourself kiss on television? A little bit. Like yeah. when they do like the close, like the zoom in, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. And it um, lasts for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little weird. Um, but I can't think of anyone that was like a bad kisser. How about best? Uh, probably Josh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Chocolate, vanilla, or swirl in an ice cream cone? Swirl. Swirl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best of both worlds. Red lobster biscuits or Olive Garden breadsticks? Olive Garden breadsticks, because I've never had Red Lobster biscuits. Cheddar Bay biscuits. Are they good? Oh, my God. They sell them now in the grocery store. Have you ever had them? Oh, guys, you're going to drive back to Orange County after this. Stop at a Red Lobster (laughs) on the way. Do yourself a favor. Uh, And someone's asking, would you ever return to Paradise? No, No. not. Would you ever go on any other reality television show? Probably not. No? No. You're done? I'm done. Really? Yeah. Why? I just, it's not that I like have anything against, I just really have no desire to do it again. It was fun. And like I said, I had a good experience. I made so many great friends. Yeah. So many opportunities came from it. But it was also just very exhausting. And no matter what reality TV show you're on, there's always drama. It was just kind mm-hmm. of a lot for me to be involved in. Oh, so, it seems so tiring. Yeah. And like, I'm 29. I'm like, I can't, I'm too tired for that. <laughs> like I'm a mom. <laughs> yeah. I should be spending my energy elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have any advice for the people that are coming up on future seasons of Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette, et cetera? Um, I guess my advice would be to, I mean, you know, you're going to have good things said about you and bad things mm-hmm. and not to react too much to the bad things because they blow over. Mm. would be my advice. That's very sound advice. Yeah. Have you had anyone, any celebrity, anyone in entertainment follow you because of this uh, being on the show that has been like surprising or shocking or wonderful? Um, not that I can think of. Oh. I did I did go to David Spade's house one time to watch Bachelor in Paradise when he was recording it, so that was cool. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> Hold on. He, you just you said I don't think anyone <laughs> and then dropped a very specific Well, he doesn't <laughs> follow me. But we uh when Paradise was airing last year, uh, one of my friends is mutual friends with him and she was like, He wants to invite you over to watch Bachelor in Paradise and oh like talk gosh. about it. So we gotta go to his house. 
and watch it with him. So that was really cool. And is he a fan of the show? Like, obviously. He loves the show. Yeah. So what were his questions about? Like, he must have been super into all of the drama in between the drama. He does. I mean, he just, like, also thinks it's so funny. (laughs) He's like, are you guys serious? Yeah, we are. But that, yeah. I feel like the show attracts people that are super fans because they genuinely believe in everyone's journey and everyone's, you know, potential shot at love. But then also because the ridiculousness of how insane it is. It's just entertaining. Yeah. It's great. I mean, so if one of your daughters auditioned for this, let's say 20 years from now, would you, because this show's never going to stop. It's going to have 57 seasons of Probably. the show. <laughs> They're on what, season 20 something already? It's like season 24. That's yeah. insane. That sounds like a parody of itself already. Yeah, it's crazy. Would you let your daughters go on this show? Uh, it just depends what they're like at that age. But I mean, I wouldn't yeah. probably. I mean, at that age, they're going to be in their mid-20s. I can't really say no. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're going to do what they want. Yeah. But would I want them to? Not really. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you've been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. This was fun. Uh, before you go, every guest that's on the podcast, uh, we have a personalized fortune cookie Cute. that is made just for you. I that love you're fortune cookies. Welcome to open it and read the treasures that are inside. You have such a delicate way of opening this cookie. I'm just like, I'm a trash compactor compared. Please make sure. Oh. Yes. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> this podcast is way better than that Nick guy's. He's lame. Grace is not. My name is Amanda, and these are my original words. Yes. Wow. I can't believe we got such a genuine shout out from Amanda about our podcast. I love it. That's so funny. Suck my dick, Nick. Just I'm kidding. A photo of this. Oh, please. You can take the whole thing with you. It's uh, so funny. This has been so wonderful. Thank you so much. Where can people find you and the book and everything that you're up to and the clothing line if they don't already know? Uh, so, my Instagram is Amanda underscore Stanton with two N's. Working on changing that. I was going to ask. Yeah. I didn't want to. It's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then my clothing line is LonnieTheLabel.com. And my book, Now Accepting Roses, is available at all book retailers. Amazing. And the audio book will be out. You can listen to her, read the book, and uh, check out everything she's up to. Because And also, if you want clothing to match your child and also still look cool. Yeah. She's got that for you in spades. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. Anything you share is completely confidential. So get started today. It's an affordable option, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE by going to betterhelp.com slash grace. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a counselor that you will love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, writing by Diane Kang, production assistance by Katrina Henning, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. (laughs) 